genre. Welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Return of the King, one horse at a time. Boom. Got it. Uh, I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. I'm Norman Mitchell. Uh, joining us again today, we have Joey Rose Rison and Caitlin Lucan from the Shadow Facts podcast. Lots of um, sibilant, or not sibilants, I don't know, consonant words, consonant sounds. I'm getting away from Linguistics. That. Yeah. Uh. Where is 233? Where is 233 on your notes? I, I apparently did, skipped it and wrote 456. <laughs> anyway, we're here talking about the lost minute 233. <laughs> I can't count. Which... I mean, this is equivalent to us continually struggling with the Roman numeral chap- Roman numeral chapters. <laughs> but it's just like one layer of abstraction that lets us do like who's on second, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, this minute starts with uh, Sam continuing his line from yesterday, there and back again, A Hobbit's Tale by Bilbo Baggins. And ends with Bilbo himself saying, Frodo, any chance of seeing that old ring of mine again? Bilbo, why are you doing this to me? No. (laughs) No? Ian Holm, may he rest in peace. Oh my god, yeah. Did he die this year? Yeah. Was that this year? Yeah. That was last year. It's the longest year on record, of course. (laughs) Of course it happened this year. It was this year. It happened after we started our podcast, Caitlin. Oh, Yeah. Um, it feels so long ago. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have to go ahead, Joey. Sorry. Oh, I was just gonna say, Sam is so proud of Frodo finishing the book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is. Uh, I am so charmed by Frodo's wonky O's in his own name. With one, uh, the first O, yeah, the Frodo, Frodo. significantly <laughs> larger than the second O. Frodo Baggins. <laughs> Frodo, my lad. <laughs> right, nothing. It's not straight at all. It's kind of. It's all kind of crooked. It goes up the page slightly. Frodo backs. Mm-hmm. The. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Sam. Sam is just so pleased that Frodo's finished the book. He finished it. Uh, Sam gets to kind of be a bit of a little bit of a narrator here for a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's how Sean Aston puts it in the cast commentary. That's so adorable. Yeah. That's adorable. Yeah. It really is. And then we get uh, Frodo being like, no, there's still a little more space. Mm-hmm. Yet another clue that Frodo is leaving. Mm-hmm. And just as he was the primary ring bearer and primary author of Lord of the Rings... Sam was also briefly the ring bearer and will also briefly add his own whatever to the book. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you ever think about like, because like Frodo was basically raised by Bilbo Mm -hmm. for better Mm -hmm. or for worse. Yeah. So like, Mm -hmm. you ever think about the fact that like Bilbo didn't tell anybody he was leaving and then Frodo does the same thing? Yeah. (laughs) 
Well, Frodo I mean, already yeah. tried to do this. Yeah. In the book, more yeah. explicitly, he tried to do this. Yeah. Just not yeah. tell anyone he was leaving the Shire. <laughs> I mean, Bilbo really modeled a certain separateness from people for him, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, oh, like, I'll talk to Gandalf about stuff and maybe my, like, Rivendell friends, but, like, I don't share my, you know? And I feel like it really set Frodo up for, like, feeling like he had to kind of I don't know like keep those parts of his life separate or like not you know expect the other Shire folk to participate or you know be yeah things Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know if this story was structured just a little differently Mm. it's totally possible for Frodo and Gimli to have met what wait prior to this oh oh, if Glowing had ever gone to visit Bilbo oh that's adorable And he they just like takes his play date. <laughs> <laughs> they could have met each other as children, or not children, because Gimli's, Gimli's older. Older. Yeah. Oh my god, Gimli has to babysit Frodo. <laughs> what a great, what a great fan fiction idea. I, I have to go. I'll be oh my god. Episode. Three for three. <laughs> it's fertile soil. What can I say? Just like uh-huh. the hobbits who love good dark earth for tilling. It's me. <laughs> Me and headcanons of Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Wow. Just be be part of the fanfiction deep state. It's fine. <laughs> God, I'll never be over that video. Oh, uh, man. The... Uh, so, we're not going to get into that on this podcast. <laughs> it, it also uh, really tells our listeners when this was recorded. Yeah, yeah. Uh, giving the game away. So, we have... <laughs> Um, this transition shot of uh, where in the Shire is this? It must be on the edge of Hobbiton somewhere, or just outside of Hobbiton. It's so yeah, pretty. Well, it's, it's that, it's that big lake. Is that a lake? I thought it was a river. Oh, interesting. I thought it was the lake that we see sometimes in establishing shots. Hmm. Hmm. I think, yeah, it doesn't look like it's moving fast enough to be a river. Yeah, it's pretty stationary. Okay. Um, looks like a pond, maybe, but I don't know. Because there's yeah. no horses, not bodies of water. Yeah, the shape of it, and oh yeah, no, you're right. I don't know why I thought it was a river. I just, I yeah, because there are lots know. of rivers and, in these. And right next to this this building, there's this carved out piece into the shore that almost looks like a boat launch. Yeah, yeah. There's like a few poles. Yeah. Not that hobbits like boats. Right. But some hobbits will go out and fish. I mean, the brandy bucks and the the tooks And the tooks will go out on the water, yeah. 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 But this would be on Um, the the western half, the western side of Hobbiton. It's even possible that this is some other small village and not Hobbiton at all. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be, you know, like, basically Gandalf is coming in the cart to meet them. And so I imagine they've gone... I don't know, to wherever, I mean, I am not actually very familiar with Shire geography. I would have to look at a map, but like they go far enough out to kind of connect with like a main road so that Gandalf doesn't have to detour very much. That was my thought, but I don't I mean, know I mean, it also feels both bo- for Frodo and Bilbo, like how we've seen them interact with the Shire before, it makes sense that both of them would like do their actual departure, like out in the you know farther away from Hobbiton itself since as right. we were just talking about both of them 
and their and their and their secret departures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Because the four the four other horses in this scene outside the carriage are the four hobbits. Yes. Oh, horses, me, you say? To be <laughs> Yes, or ponies, I guess. Yeah. They are ponies, although one of them is a little bigger than the others. So I was just looking at my fold-out map here in my book um, to see if it would be helpful, but it's the one of like the whole thing, not just oh, the Shire. Maybe so. this is maybe this is the Green Dragon. Oh, there is a body of water oh. right next to the Green Dragon. That seems dangerous, and, and, it, and it's it's a larger building too. It's it doesn't yeah seem like a house. Yeah. Maybe this is the green dragon, actually. I don't know. Having sense. a pond right by your pub seems really suspect. Especially with this little carved off spot. Yeah. Very close to, you know, what for us would be a parking lot. Right. But it's just this big empty spot. Yeah. It is very gravelly looking. And like, I realize that like gravel is not like a modern thing, but it feels, I don't yeah, know. It looks surprisingly modern. Gravel, yeah. Mm-hmm. looks a little... Well, especially with the lantern in the middle of it, it looks like they just, like, slapped some garland on, like, the existing streetlight. <laughs> I mean, there is, like, a flickering flame lantern there. Yeah, yeah. 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 But, That's yeah, funny. I don't know. It's just... Yeah. Um... It, it, it almost looks too clean. Like, that's part of the thing, I think, with the gravel. Like, uniform? Yeah, I guess or... you would expect this to be, like, dirt, not gravel. Yeah. Yeah. You can see a lot of or other cart like, tracks in it. Yeah. Or like if it's going to be paved, then make it like act like cobblestone paved. I'm mm. just, yeah, I don't know. But we don't see any um, paved uh, surfaces in the Shire. Yeah. I don't, I don't even think we see a cobblestone street anywhere in the Shire across our time there in these movies. Yeah. There's one in no, and I mean, the other roads in this scene are all dirt. So I don't know. I just feel there's... like it should be dirt. Yeah, yeah. And there's it's... that faraway shot where there's not even a dirt road. They're just going across like dead grass that's been laid down by the cart coming across. Which one? The faraway shot. I don't even think that's a dirt road. I think no, it's it just looks, grass. It looks like a, a No, road. not uh, when when the camera is like directly perpendicular to the car, the cart and we're looking directly oh, at the side on? of the cart further on yeah oh oh, oh yeah, I, yeah, see. Yeah. I see this one yes you've just kind of gone to journey. there's not even dirt it's just grass 38 seconds in the minute yeah 38 seconds in yeah it's not even a dirt road it's just grass so before we even get to like horses proper i want to do a very quick detour to talk about gandalf's beard Sure. <laughs> it's Absolutely. Very fluffy suddenly. It's so fluffy and short. Yes, it's was been it... trimmed. It's I mean, just hygiene. He just I know it now. was shorter <laughs> before like when he came back as Gandalf the White, his beard looked a little different, but it just looks particularly fluffy now. Yeah, because Gandalf when he comes back, I think of him as being much sleeker. Like his hair is is much less um like frizzy and his beard it's tamed to it yeah yeah I, listen maybe this he is just discovered conditioner everyone <laughs> yes everyone for the first time took a bath for aragorn's coronation yes even yeah. gimli <laughs> i mean listen even even aragorn himself which is the main yeah. one like <laughs> he, was a, he was a greasy guy for most of the most of the films yeah the 
So the 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 thing about this this moment of Gandalf here with this cart, I think I don't know if this is exactly intentional, but with his hood up, it's like a photo negative of a Grim Reaper. Whoa! What? Whoa! What? Yeah, I, I mean, was gonna I see say it. like Saruman coming, coming to bear Bilbo away. Yeah, he's he's here to bring Frodo and Bilbo to the afterlife. Yeah. He's got his hood up like a boatman on the river Styx. He's here to ferry yeah. them across. I mean, we, we just never see him with his hood up. Right. So him having his hood up in this moment is super intentional for some reason. Mm-hmm. Not to hide who he is from the people of Hobbiton. They right. know who Gandalf is. Yeah, he's no, a public menace. He's he pretty, doesn't care. He's pretty obvious. He's a menace. Uh, <laughs> he's a disturber of the peace. Yes. So him having his head up here is a visual thing for us as the audience. That's how it reads to me. You, we were talking off mic about like the structure of stories and how it affects stories really, like really mm-hmm. quickly. And this is one of those times where where I see that in things and maybe I read too much into stuff. But I think him having his hood up is a thing to be like, he's like a grim reaper bringing them to their afterlife. Because he also has his robe closed. It's not just that his hood is up. Yeah. May I may I posit the fact that maybe it's cold? Maybe his little his little wizard ears are cold. That's why he's got his hood up. <laughs> I mean maybe. It, it would be the wizard ears. Yes. It would be I mean, early October. Yeah. We do cut like what? jumping ahead to the next minute, we see him from the back and he has a very sleek and lush wizard half pony. And maybe he's trying to preserve the half pony from the vagaries of the wind. <laughs> yeah, we don't see that in this minute, but we do in um Yes, yeah, spoilers four. Gandalf does have a half pony coming up. <laughs> But yeah, it's just a, it's a visual thing I, I felt the need to point out is that he's very yeah. kind of Grim Reapery, but he's white. Yeah, yeah. that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, that feels... So, oh. no, go, go ahead. Oh, no, I just, that, that, if that's like an intentional reference, it's, it's interesting because, well, I guess, you know, the, the race are similar. That feels like div- the Reaper's feel so divorced from like the mythology of the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? I mean, there, the, the story itself, I guess, not in any, in any way that's particularly meaningful or apt, but other than just language refers to the wraiths as black riders and Gandalf as the white rider. Right. Right. Yeah. It definitely, the, the like dichotomy there. Interesting to think mm-hmm. about. Speaking of riders. So these horses. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, the four hobbits are all on ponies. Two of them are like light colored and two of them are dark. And then Gandalf's cart is, of course, pulled by two horses. This is a bigger mm-hmm. cart than he had at the beginning of Fellowship. Um, they're all great. I love all these horses. I will note um, in the book, it says that uh, Sam rode bill for this journey um bill the pony and none of these ponies look like bill um and also that frodo rode the pony who carried him home from minas tirith which he had called strider you can't yes. after your friends. <laughs> you can't well, strider wasn't his frodo real name he, 
He can name the horse Strider. Oh my god. Yeah. That's look, my parents almost named me after my dad's dog that was still alive. So. <laughs> All right. I have I have a thing to say about this Frodo having a horse named Strider, which is I yeah. I think that is Tolkien making a joke to himself because he almost named Strider Trotter instead in old oh my god. in old versions. I remember of the text. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So I wonder if that's just like J.R.R. Tolkien laughing at himself. Just like inside jokes with myself. Just for me. <laughs> wow. Because Trotter sounds like a horse name. Yes, absolutely. Trotter's a horse name. This, God, this, this movie is Bill Erasure. Where is Bill? Yeah. Where is Bill at Sam's wedding? Where is Bill now? Ugh. He's, you know what? He's living his best life. Somewhere in the wilderness, under a protective spell from Gandalf, the immortal pony Bill. No, he makes it back to the Shire. He makes it back to the Shire canonically. In the book. In the book. In the book. In the movie, unknown. In the movie, he becomes Bill, the immortal lord of all ponies. <laughs> Do you he think goes he's off like... to join Shadow Facts' like horse court of the Marrow? Yeah, is he like yes. the steward to Facts like king. Oh, yes. oh that's good. Shadow facts, like the murder that. horse. So when when we got your email I, about being on the show, it's just like, ah, oh, it's a shame that they couldn't have been on for all these times. I talked about Shadow facts murdering Denethor. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, listen, we stand heart. him for a reason, you know. Right. Yeah. K- king of the horses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's a magic horse. He can do whatever he wants. He wants to kill. <laughs> I mean, if given the opportunity, wouldn't you pick Denethor? Maybe. Perhaps. Yeah. 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 I, I, I absolutely would. Listen, would. I would. Only I just, if I would I mean, get away Gandalf, with it. Gandalf can have some very, like, petty energy at times, you know? Oh, yeah. And I feel like Shadowfax is his match in that sense. Like, they yes. are both extremely noble and also can be petty they both have like pretty mean girl energy yeah yeah i mean because like he was originally what theoden's horse and then he was just like screw this no 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 no, no, no. he wasn't even really theoden's horse he was just a horse he that theoden wanted ah. they that existed but no one had i don't know been good enough yeah for him you can't tame me yeah just this untamable yeah, super horse Nice. Yeah. Now they belong together. Yes. <laughs> yeah. With their luxurious um, white coats. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's, I mean, these horses are great. Someday when we get here in our own podcast, we will name all of them. Nice. Um, yep. Do you, do you individually name every horse? Uh, so there, there's a limit because there's a lot of horses and a lot of those horses cannot be individually distinguished either because of distance or um, like motion blur. Yeah. Mm. If we can individually distinguish and like count a horse, we name it. Nice. How many horses have we named so far? Um, I think we're at, I, I don't have a total well, on the name. No, because some of those were running. groups. Yeah horse count i would guess we've named we've named like probably 150 horses so far (laughs) yeah very nice we did name we did name 80 individual horses in one episode so that was that's the long episode (sighs) wow (laughs) during during two towers i would imagine 
Yeah. Uh, we You're going to name yeah. a whole lot our, more in Return of the King. Uh-huh. Oh god, we know. Listen, <laughs> our the gimmick, the like fundamental idea for this podcast somehow did not take into account the reality of Two Towers and Return of the King. <laughs> yeah. So we were like, of, "Oh yeah, every horse in Lord of the Rings sounds great." Yeah. So as of as of this podcast, our running total for individual horses in the movies is 604. Oh my, my god. god. <laughs> I think I think in the commentaries they mentioned they only actually had like 250-ish horses. That's still mm-hmm. like yeah, a lot of yeah. horses. It's more than the usual Some number of these horses, of horses have as many names as Aragorn. It's true. <laughs> yeah. Mhm. I can't put <laughs> Some of these horses are definitely CGI. Every Also now that. I cannot CGI believe horse. Frodo named his horse or his pony strider oh and you know Ar- you know aragorn yeah. went with him for a little while oh my god yeah aragorn loved it i bet <laughs> he's like i gotta go pick up some stuff from rivendell i'll go with you that far i gotta go pick yeah pick up my wife's I'm furniture sure. yeah <laughs> please Arwen, Arwen has a standard of living and that standard of living is a velvet chase lounge okay yes Oh, it has to be. And it has to be that one. Mm-hmm. This is an mm-hmm. antique. Preferably kept antique. in a room with like open windows where leaves can just blow in onto your mm-hmm. couch. This belonged to my grandmother. Who <laughs> so, we we were just talking about how often I forget that Galadriel is grandma. Is Arwen's grandmother. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And Galadriel is, you know, just casually somewhere between like thirty and eighty thousand. She looks yeah. good. Mm-hmm. The the span of time she could have been born born right? in is super wide. <laughs> mm-hmm. Close my horse, my rigorous horse document. There's a whole bunch <laughs> yeah. of sheep in the background of this shot. Of course it is. When we it's New Zealand. I know, just New Zealand sheep. Yep. Uh we cut to Frodo and Bilbo in the in the wagon here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you can see now um, that Frodo is wearing his fellowship cloak. Yeah, and we and we he shouldn't have it. He should not is... have that cloak or that brooch. Okay, well, yeah. Why should he not have them? Because he lost them. Yeah, in the movie, they're gone. Uh, yeah, because they get thrown in a hole in Mordor. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm. We we were talking about. Um, when we were watching before recording about how weird and emotionally heavy it must be to wear those cloaks again because you wore it every day for you know the most harrowing six months of your life Mm -hmm. and then to like wear it again ceremonially is gotta be there's big emotions there you know oh yeah yeah. for sure but yeah they like the only the only person that should have their fellowship cloaks, the only people, are Gimli, Aragorn, and Legolas. Yeah. The rest of them we all see removed from them in some way. I mean, like, we already talked about, like... And, of course, Pippin... Boromir was sent down the river in his. Oh. oh. Pippin having yeah, his, like, dubious cloak still. Mm. When he's looking for Merry on the battlefield. Yeah. But, like... That's true. Of the four hobbits, there should only be one cloak among them. Yeah, yeah. Even then, though, like, cause he, cause Pippin's the one who um, 
takes his it, the his brooch and yeah. throws it on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but Not they return the brooch to him because Aragorn finds that brooch. And That's true. That's true. I don't know. I thought it looked pretty beat up in that scene in the movie, but I, I don't know. I don't know. No, it sank into the mud. It's elvish, though. It was just muddy. Not like you can't beat up an elvish brooch that easily. Yeah, real elvish brooch. Okay. And maybe like the elvish ropes and, you know, the boat that miraculously makes it down the fall with Boromir's body in it, um, their cloaks sort of like come back to them. Like a boomerang. <laughs> Elvishly. <laughs> Elvis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They just appear one day. Right. It's just like, oh. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, oh, I'm sad thinking about like everyone being back in the Shire and like one day they have a mysterious parcel. And there are Whoa. their cloaks. And there are their cloaks. Hmm. The, the alternative here is that Gandalf could have been given a set of four cloaks and brooches to give them when he arrives in in the Shire mm. by Galadriel. Because Gandalf is yeah, they see those cloaks his. and run the other way. Right here, you guys are going to cosplay yourselves. <laughs> right? No, Gandalf has the same brooch he always had with the white the white cloak. Yeah, did Gandalf get a cool cape brooch? No, because he wasn't in Lothlorien. Because he oh, was yeah, dead. yeah. No, he has a different. He has a different cape and cloak that he just stole from Galadriel and yeah. kept forever. <laughs> you don't get the same cool gift that everyone else gets because you're dead. Right? <laughs> no, in, in, instead, he just wanders into Lothlorien naked, raids Galadriel's closet, and leaves. I mean, listen, one flowy robe is interchangeable with another flowy robe. Yes. Mm. It's, just, it's just so um, wonderful to me that canonically... Gandalf's outfit is Galadriel's. It's something he got from her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I was going to say something else about this moment in the cart, and I don't know what now. Uh, this is a very nice old man prosthetic on Ian Hall. Oh, that's what I was... I hate, I hate Peter Jackson's <laughs> old age prosthetic so much. Like, I think this oh, one looks good. I just, I feel like it's it's crusty in a way that I don't appreciate aesthetically. And also, it's like a classic Peter Jackson case of like, a thing we've talked about a lot is like, I think that the times when the movies are weakest is when it chooses spectacle over human emotion. And this mm-hmm. feels like, a ve- to me, a very tiny microcosm of that, of like, there's emo- enough like emotional resonance here without having to like make Bilbo look like the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> See, I I think it's important that Bilbo looks unnaturally old here. Mm. Like really important that he looks unnaturally old. To kind of underscore how quickly he's aged? Yeah. Or... Because his his entire age has caught up to him and then some since the destruction of the ring. Right. Yeah. It's like it's like a it's like a debt a debt <laughs> almost. Um, yeah. Yeah, I so, I can see that. I, it just it feels it feels a little overwrought to me. Hmm. But maybe I I'm think... just grumpy about about the, like really gnarly looking skin, or like the, they did the same thing with Theoden when Theoden was um, you know possessed by Saruman. 
I think the Theoden one works for me because it's like a supernatural, like curse sort of situation. Um, which I guess Bilbo is kind of like the light version of because he technically had the ring for a while, well, yeah. but like I mean, and if he kept the ring, he would have wound up looking like Gollum. Yeah, <sighs> I don't know that. I, it's, I mean, I don't know that it's aged well. I think it looks pretty good. I, it looks to me way better than old age makeup in tons of movies that were made at the same time. Mm. Apparently, on set, Ian Holm was impressed Fair. by it. He originally was just okay. going to do makeup. And he saw the prosthetic and was just like, oh, that's really good. I will wear that. Mm. Yeah, I think okay. in general, the movie's prosthetics are solid. And I guess it's not even the prosthetic it itself, I guess. It just, it feels like, it feels like I don't, I don't need it to like feel what the scene is trying to get me to feel. But mm. yeah, maybe that's yeah. uncharitable of me. <laughs> now it's my turn to be the Peter Jackson complainer. Yeah, <laughs> we all have our moments. Um, yeah. The other thing I'll say about horses is that we saw there is some nice horse continuity here because we saw the four hobbits on ponies. And now that Frodo is in the cart with Bilbo, you can see the front pony um, that has a rider on it is leading the pony that Frodo was riding they're like connected and then the mm -hmm. other two are like on their ponies and i'm absolutely sure that is sam leading frodo's horse i just know it in my heart oh yeah for yeah. sure that tracks riding a white horse that is not bill yeah oh, <laughs> let us see bill you know why isn't what happened to shadowfax he's um ruling his horse kingdom shadowfax isn't First here to all, see his best shadowfax grow off would super not pull a cart shadowfax yeah. no. doesn't do tack but shadowfax is like if gandalf whistled shadowfax would come right like where's the where's the, the goodbye the from he's... shadowfax to gandalf off yeah, screen. or from gua here to gandalf gua here. right why are they away on horse <laughs> his sky horse <laughs> Do, do you think Guahir and Shadow Hacks, Shadow Facts? Oh my God, Shad we're the Shadow Hacks, Joey. <laughs> uh, do you think the king of the king of the eagles and the king of the horses are friends? They they rule land and sky together. Now they just need something in the ocean. Yeah, I are... think they probably have like monthly meetings. You know, yeah, where they just like check in about stuff. They just they just check in with the watcher in the water every are so the, often. Are the yeah. horses like sentient in the way that the eagles are? Or I don't know. Oh, no, yeah. the mirrors aren't yes. sentient. Spent, that is a spent, whole. We have spent so long talking about the moral agency of horses within this universe. I'm not surprised. <laughs> I, I mean, okay, so the horse that like uh, the Maris line is sort of descended from uh, could. Well, no, could understand human speech. Maybe could also speak. Okay. It was said to have the gift of speech, which implies... Yes. So, like, th that's a thing. And then but is it's, that like, tracks. That's truth. Well. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um, Unclear. Because uh, I haven't read The Silmarillion, and I don't know if that talks about it. Um... Uh, I mean, but also Tolkien treats, yes, Tolkien, I mean, there's a moment in the Fellowship of the Ring where there's like a fox 
And Tolkien, for a moment, like narrates kind of like the fox's thoughts, where he's like, huh, it's not often I see hobbits this far out of the Shire or something. Um, so like, that's a, a weird thing but if I, taken like, as like canon about animals in this world. There's a spectrum, though, like, they specifically talk about like, Ro- like Rohan specifically talks about like the reason there's you don't see like a lot of black horses in Rohan is because like Mordor has stolen all their black horses because they like the black horses um and Rohan specifically talks about like how they don't want to sell horses to Mordor because they put the animals to cruel use but we also um on several occasions like the writers the, the black steeds of the black riders like are said to work in conjunction. Like there's a specifically a thing like when they're approaching Weathertop, when Strider says that the, the race themselves can't see, but their horses can, which implies like a level of communication and collaboration between them. So mm-hmm. it's, it's yeah. complicated. <laughs> and Shadowfax certainly is like, yeah, Shadowfax is definitely sentient. Mm. At least to a degree that's, like verifiable he can't talk which is like a big thing that a lot of other intelligent animals in tolkien do do yeah yeah because the eagles can talk will he has Mm. he has will in a way that implies a sense of selfhood about like who he is yeah willing to carry in um in the silmarillion the only animal for sure that i i can remember the only animals that animals that are explicitly human level sentience are the eagles. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but there yeah. could be some reference to some other ones in places. But the eagles are a direct creation of one of the Valar. Okay. I imagine the horses kind of exist on a spectrum where I mean Shadowfax is like they're like, oh yeah, he's like a throwback to the, you know, to the great horses of old. And so mm-hmm. he has like a higher degree yeah and he is specifically that. not like and the other horses around him even the mm-hmm. like yeah. very quality horses of Rohan. he's like cooler you know he's much cooler. yeah he's like a horse but cool <laughs> <laughs> but what are his kingly responsibilities murder taxes, Horse taxes. <laughs> i mean murder it's all the too, paperwork but... <laughs> yeah man <laughs> yeah you know, mostly he uh, he gallops. He looks cool. He stands dramatically on horizon lines. Um, That's a lot of hard work. Nays sometimes. He nays. Um, he meets and up he with refuses Gandalf to wear clothes. Gandalf makes a weird whistle, <laughs> and he refuses to wear clothes. Sounds the like a king. Has no clothes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the dream, man. Right there you go. Pose dramatically. <laughs> no pants no ever. No pants. <laughs> Running, running naked through a field. <laughs> Hanging out with your bros. Yeah, that's what horses do all the time. God, what the dream. <laughs> Have some grass, take a nap. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sleep standing up okay. so you can run away if you get spooked. Mm, okay, this is sounding less good. It's actually about their, about their circulatory system. <laughs> oh yeah, horses have to move all the time, otherwise they'll die because their blood won't circulate. The more I learn about the inside that's, of the I mean, that's the, the short answer. I am. That is like, so they wild. Don't, I don't understand how they work. 
So that sounds like a problem that exists because of people breeding horses and not something that maybe existed when they no, were no, truly no, wild no, animals. No, 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 straight up a circulatory issue of like this is why this is why um like you know like the terrible old jokes about like if a horse breaks its leg you have to put it down. That's not because mm-hmm. the leg break is fatal. It's fatal because if a horse is foundered in that way and cannot put distribute weight evenly among all of its legs and be ambulatory, it permanently destroys their circulatory system. That's ridiculous. It's frightening and sad. No goddamn sense. Not right. a sense. It is all yeah. anarchy in there. Yes. Yeah. Anyways. Um, so Frodo uh looks so out of it here. Yeah. Like Bilbo He's, he's in his own starts talking to him and he is like this is some major like dissociation etc and it's sad how long do you think it is between the cuts how long has bilbo been talking his ear off already oh god yeah (laughs) did i tell you the story about did i ever tell you about those trolls (laughs) oh my god the he tells, and then Frodo tells Bilbo that he's been afforded a great honor by the elves, which is a spot on the last ship to leave Middle-earth, which is, I think by our count, like, the third or fourth last ship to leave Middle-earth. Right? Yeah. Yes. It was intended to be, but it is not. Probably because Frodo complains in the afterlife that Sam should come to. Especially after Gimli and Legolas show, show up on a, on a homemade Uninvited. <laughs> Let this well, also, like when Elrond is trying to send Arwen away, he's like, "The last ship, go on it." But also, right? he's not. Go- I mean, we have some major. He's lying about to movie her. Canon and what's happening there? Oh, is that all that's happening? Is it just him lying? Yeah, I think he's just lying dad. to her. He's a bad. Yeah. Yes, he we, is. We talk what, about that. What is up with the fathers in this story? A lot of bad fathers slash uncles. Dads. Have a father figure. Gaffer is kind of a bad dad. Yeah, because if correct me if I'm wrong, Tolkien's father dies when he's like three or four, and then he moves to England with his mom and his yeah. mom's family. And then the closest thing he had to a father figure was the was his... a Catholic priest. Yeah, yeah. Bad dads, just just bad dads everywhere. This uh, scene with Bilbo makes me really sad. Um, yes. Not just because like Ian Holm is really good at playing up like delirious i have no idea what's happening bilbo Mm. um but like having lived through like two grandparents like having dementia and like not knowing what's going on this hits hard Mm. and that makes me real freaking sad (laughs) yeah yeah same yeah and then the way that frodo like so bilbo Oh, shoot. Actually, this might be the next... Yeah, you can't. Yeah. Mm. Never mind. Save we it. can save it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I one of the little things in Ian Holmes' performance that just just gets me is the little smile after he asks about... When he's asking about the ring. Mm. Just this quick little smile when he looks up at Frodo before he kind of leans on his shoulder more. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, Ian Holm, you really know what you're doing. It's to just very subtle. Make me feel awful about the state of Bilbo. Yeah. Yeah. I think we have more to say about Bilbo and Frodo next 
minute. Yes. Yeah. Um, well. Yeah. But yeah, so that I think is what is this Wednesday? Yeah, it's Wednesday. It's my Wednesday, dudes. my dudes. Um, so <laughs> we're from. Mm-hmm. We're from we're from the website duelinggenre.com. Check out some of the other movies by Minute podcasts if you haven't already. Uh, Back to the Future Minute, Cornetto Minute, Spider-Man Minute, uh, Toy Story, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Jane Silent Bob. All of them. All uh, of them. They're all on the site. Go look. Especially because this one's going to be over. So if you haven't listened to any of those before, um, we guessed quite a bit. Yeah. So. Yeah. We sprinkled throughout. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and thank you guys again for joining us uh for especially because this is the horse minute um (laughs) and we will be back tomorrow to talk more about this journey to the gray havens Bye. bye